Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Many independent schools are really struggling to keep their doors open as parents hit hard by COVID-19 battle to pay their school fees. Uh, schools have been forced to slash teachers' salaries uh, to try and make up for the shortfall. And in fee-paying public schools, you know, teachers and other auxiliary staff have also been retrenched or had to take pay cuts because parents are really struggling to pay fees. So on the line, we've got the chairperson from the National Alliance of Independent Schools Association, Mandla Mtembo. Good morning, Mandla. Welcome to the takeoff. Yes, good, good morning. Good morning to you and your listeners. Mandla, please just give us a brief background on who NISA is and how many schools are under your membership. Well, NISA, the National Alliance of Independent Schools Associations. NISA is, I should say, it's like a consortium of okay. independent school associations, you know. Yeah. It's got nine associations from different walks of life who are affiliated to NISA. Okay. We've got an association of Catholic schools, uh, uh, Jewish schools, Muslim schools, Christian schools, etc. There are a number of other associations, nine of them all together. And we represent 1,400 plus schools, independent schools in South Africa. And, and, and based on your research, what percentage of parents are struggling to meet the school's fees demands? Like, I know people are really, really struggling with COVID-19. In terms of our... Um, assessment and some of the reports we're getting from different provinces. We have estimated that at this point in time, we are looking at plus minus uh, 20% or so of parents being able to pay school fees. And um, the number differs from province to province, from region to region, depending on the uh, level of income of each region as such, you know. But on average, I would say plus minus 20% of parents are able to pay school fees. Let me just give you a graphic figure of that. This means that in a school with 100 members or 100 parents who are paying school fees, only 20 are able to pay. And you look at that also, some other parents also have got outstanding fees, not only because of COVID-19, but even from last year, some have been behind their payments. Mm -hmm. Exactly, you know. And so that poses a challenge in running our schools. Because we, as independent schools, we rely on school fees to pay for teacher salaries, overheads, and everything else. And uh, schools also that receive a subsidy, the subsidy doesn't cover everything. They still have to rely on school fees to be able to run their uh, function and activities of teaching yeah. and learning, etc. Now, I'm interested in finding out, I mean, you would, the independent schools, even though they are low and middle, you know, um, income Please. independent schools, they still considered private mm-hmm. schools, right? So they had to be Indeed, open I mean, when the other schools were not. Well, it's not so much they had to be open, but the president's announcement that public schools should close and, mm-hmm. and did not mention independent schools. It gave us a choice that you can continue to operate um, given our circumstance or if a school chose to close at that time or some, some closed because they felt that their teachers have been working nonstop anyway in an oh. online platform providing, you know, books and worksheets for learners at home, etc., etc. So some did close, but many did not close because they realized that if they closed, they would no longer be providing a service for which they have to be paid for by parents, you understand? And, and uh, therefore, with that they being need to said, continue to work yes. to pay their teachers. Yes, yeah. 
With that being said, Manza, do you think, had you offered the parents uh, some kind of relief, some kind of arrangement when it comes to school fees payment, there would have been a difference? And, and is that something that's on the cards for the future? Yes, indeed. Actually, many schools, they usually enter into an agreement with parents. Even parents who are unable to pay, they're able to approach the school and say, listen, this is my personal circumstance. Can you make an arrangement how I can make payments, which are reduced, you know? Other schools, I know for a fact, have reduced school fees uh, so, so that during the time of COVID-19, they provide for the very fact that some parents have had to buy data, even buy gadgets for their children to learn at home. So you find that some schools have said, no, our, our, our school fees will be um, no longer what they used to be, but they're going to be maybe uh, 20% less or whatever. You know? So we do know that some schools have done that to accommodate parents. And then this exemption that you guys offer, you know, these parents, how long does it last for? Well, it depends from school to school. Um, as far as we know, as Naisa, it's not every school which has been able to, 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 to do that because the contract is between the school and the parents. When the parents come to a school and say, I would like you to, 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 to teach my child and I will pay you for that service and school mm. will, will provide the service. So if there's a change in terms of the way they are going to deal with that contract, it is between the school and the parent. So I cannot tell you right now and say how long will that last. It depends from school to school, those which have been able to afford parents that kind of arrangement. Mandla, th- look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. It's such a tough one because I understand that schools need money to function, uh, but mm-hmm. I also understand that a lot of parents don't have money right now you know, to pay. I think sometimes it's literally about do I pay school fees or do we have food in the house? Mm-hmm. And I really hope that at some point we find a solution there. Eh? We, we, we are looking at, um, we are busy right now in the process of engaging with government to find out if government can make available a relief fund for independent schools, just like they did for the taxi industry mm. and uh, for small, medium, micro enterprises. You say, can government make available a relief fund where independent schools who are struggling can actually go through and apply for that funding to sustain themselves and continue to provide the most important service that they've been doing in our country. There are so many people who have benefited from the independent school sector. Many people in, in leadership, you find that they come from that sector in terms of their education background, you know. But mm. also, many schools have got a legacy that they've established over years, and to see them close down would be really a sad day to uh, come to. And I really hope that government is listening and, uh, you know, you get some sort of assistance. Thank you so much for, for chatting to us this morning, Manja. Thank you very much, Mavani. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That was Manjam Tembo from the National Alliance of Independent Schools Association, uh, the chairperson, talking about how schools are struggling because parents can't make payments. And I really hope that government is listening and something happens because every other industry has got some sort of relief, but the school system hasn't. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.